going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday to you all. Uh, I'm just here. We're we're back in the studio. We're we're coming Yay. and going. Uh, Chrissy, nice to see you. Nice to see you in the flesh. In the flesh. Uh, sound quality on point this episode. And hey, we just want to say thanks for sticking with us during quarantine. I know some people have called in, and sometimes. You know, the audio isn't always the same yeah. when it's not in the studio. But hey, listen, trying times. Trying and uh, times. we're just trying to get through it. We do uh, always appreciate you uh, listening. What a great episode we have coming for you today. Yeah. Uh, Candace Kane, uh, legendary uh, actor. She actress, really is an performer, icon. Um, yeah. Talking to us about the trans community. Uh, we're fresh off the heels of Pride Month. Yeah. And uh we uh we Pride want summer. Pride summer. Pride um, summer. and I gotta say, uh the, the trans community is uh, uh something I know very little about and uh, still pretty ignorant on on some of the topics that are discussed in, on, on this. And I was just interested in learning more uh, about uh, Candace and and what it's like to be in her shoes. Yeah. And um as we try to do on the show, we're just trying to put ourselves in other people's shoes from time yeah. to time. So uh, she's uh, obviously a delight, a lot of fun. and uh, A trailblazer in the community. Trailblazer. Uh, Chrissy has been friends with Candace for, for uh, forever. 10 years, yeah, that's crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, shit, she's done it all, man. She's, she's in this new uh, documentary on Netflix called Disclosure, which I watched. I hope you guys yep. did too. Um, she's, she's in The Magician. In the Magician. She was... She performed with Billy Baldwin. Need you say more? I mean, legendary. That was, that was her, Billy Baldwin was her love interest. Uh, also, you know, Caitlyn Jenner. She was a. Uh, she of, was on I Am Kate. She was. She helped Caitlyn Jenner confident. with yeah, confidant with the with the transition. It was very interesting. Anyways, if uh, if you want to listen to something light and fun about the trans community and learn a little bit. I think you learned look, a lot. Look no, look, look no further. Look. I mean, you're here already. You downloaded <laughs> it. If you turn it off now, you're a dick. Yeah, you're just that nice. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Boy, that says a lot about you. <laughs> Did I just chastise some of my <laughs> Anyways, before I say anything else to offend my audience, um, before we get to uh, the interview with Candice, a friendly reminder to give us five stars on, on iTunes. Obviously, sending your question questions to asknickacastme.com, cast with a K for our Monday's episodes. Uh, we certainly appreciate you uh, sharing your stories and letting us give us your opinion. And uh, other than, uh, our listeners at home, uh, thank you as well. Well, we always uh, appreciate you guys listening. Oh, by the way, uh, thank you, Seventeen Magazine, for naming us yes. one of the top dating yes. podcasts out there. We're influencing the the youth of America. I Good love that. Uh, that was so cool. Yeah, no, it's great, especially when you have no idea. You just just show up in an article. Yeah, that's so great. Well, Seventeen Mag Magazine thinks we're dope, so like super dope. Uh, and that's because of you guys. Probably yeah. you probably you probably whoever. And if you if you're listening, dear writer who wrote about us, thanks. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Seventeen. Uh, well, let's just uh, let's get to Candice. Uh, Candice, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. It's um a conversation that I've I've been like I said looking forward to and. We've had a lot of guests on this podcast, especially recently, to you know, share their stories and shed light on topics that um, aren't as common or people aren't uh, aware of. And I got to say, when it comes to transgender and the transgender community, it's probably a topic I'm the most ignorant about as far as things that I, I'm not familiar with. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, and I think as a society, we're getting more and more um, comfortable with the transgender community and, and more knowledgeable. And then I watched Disclosure on Netflix, which you're a part of, and it yeah. was a fantastic show. And we've been telling our audience. And I just once again realized just how much more I still don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I'm glad you're here to 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 chat with Shed us and hang out, light. have some fun, and maybe we'll learn a little bit in the process. <laughs> totally. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because the biggest takeaway I learned from dis- what I got from disclosure is, um, it's kind of this. I don't know if this is a double edged sword where you uh, you want to ask a lot of questions, and we have this talk about on this show about the ability to be an ally, right? Right. But if you want to be an ally, do the work on your own, and sure, certainly ask questions of people who are interested in helping you learn. But be careful sometimes how you ask things, because that in itself could be offensive or or rude. And when watching Disclosure, a lot of it was talking about some of the questions when when you've done interviews and. And that the Katie Couric episode, where Oprah, was, you right. know, um, I love the Katie Couric episode because it kind of freed that, that when I first started working in Hollywood, the questions were so inappropriate and I had no way of defending myself against them. I just quickly tried to answer and then I would move on. But it was never about my work and what I was doing and what I've done for the community. It was always, you know, talking about surgeries and yeah. this and that, which was so frustrating. So when Laverne, you know, kind of schooled Katie, it kind of relieved the pressure for everyone in the media to have to not be able to ask those weird questions. Yeah. Or even though you're curious, sometimes it's good to be curious. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you don't need to know every answer you yeah. think in your head. The only way I can even try to relate, and I can't, but if I were to try, is like how annoyed I get with like the low-hanging fruit questions of me having been on The Bachelor. Right. And they're like harmless questions. They're just like, I'm just tired of doing it. And Again. I can only imagine having being asked about surgeries or parts of your body, or what's it like, or like, you know, just like, oh my, you know, and then I get, I get questions and they're not like offensive. They're just like, are you really asking me that? Right. And yet, again, that's not even a comparison. And I I get frustrated. So I can truly only imagine what it might be like for a transgender person to try to like, make other people feel comfortable. Um, So the way I always thought about it was, is that I'm just going to be an open and happy and, uh, you know, just intelligent, hopefully, person to just discuss who I am and and really kind of get people off the defensive. When they meet me, they tend to enjoy talking to me. I'm well-versed. I can carry on a conversation. I'm not a threatening person. And I, I think that helps ease the tensions or insecurities that somebody has um, about being around me, even though I don't, I don't understand why that would be an issue, but some people apparently have that issue. Um, it, 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 it's gotten a lot better, you know? So it's, you know, it's, it's fine now. I, I live my daily life for the most part. Nobody even realizes that I'm trans. I just kind of just go, go about my business. You know what I mean? Um, or they recognize me or something sure. like that. But I also don't mind answering questions when it comes to how you feel inside, um, how how you came to your decisions. You know, these are like personal questions that really help people understand why someone is the way they are. Um, 
I I could just keep going. <laughs> no, no, I feel like that's safer for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, there, there's one thing about trans folk, which I never thought I'd say folk before, but um, trans people um, is that they, from a very early on, have to delve deep into their own psyche and soul to discover who they are as a human being. So, a lot of trans people are very well-developed, thought-out people because they've had so many years of trying to figure out who they are. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. They're like constantly in their head and kind of... Which is a good thing and a bad thing. But like for me, I I knew I was trans when I was seven years old. So <clears throat> so when you say you knew you were trans when you were seven, like you, you're like, you said uh, to yourself, I'm trans or you just felt... I felt... I like felt different. Yeah. Like I have, I have a twin brother and he's Identical? like... Identical? No, fraternal. Okay. I know. Everybody, everybody always asks. Right, I'm that's such an annoying yeah. question. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I you have, see so, the you have 10 now. siblings like, from the same mom? You know, like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <clears throat> no, when I was younger, I had twin cousins that were a boy and a girl. And I used to... Uh, my first thought was like, I should have been born like my cousin Tanya. <laughs> At seven. But there was, you know, you're seven, you know. And my best friend was Jenny Gamble, who was like a my girlfriend. And we would dress up together and play with dolls. And my parents were really rad. And they never once said, stop playing with that doll or stop wearing that dress. And that was, you know. That's the most important part is having parents that understand and like can help you. A hundred percent. People don't realize that being trans is difficult enough especially if you don't have a support system around you. I, well, I mean, again, I can only uh, imagine my sister I've mentioned this came out recently as gay. Yeah. Congratulations. As a thank, well, I say thank, like I did something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was 17. And I, you know, as you can imagine, grew up really conservative, mm -hmm. you know, my, my, my parents views on, on, uh, being gay, were definitely different now than they were, say, 15 years ago. Not that they were ever, you know, uh, bigots or anything like that. They just were ignorant. You know, yeah. we were all ignorant. We just had different views. Um, and so, uh, I, you know, I'm really thankful for my parents, especially for my sister Olivia, because I know there was a lot of fear. As, as open-minded as my parents have become and as progressive they've become, it's like, what are my, what what's what are people going to think? And um, the being gay seems to be, again, still ways to go, but a lot more accepted than it was before. And especially is, you know, it's like, oh, you like women. Okay, fine. But I can't imagine what that might be like. I mean, what have your parents shared in terms of like having a trans daughter? Uh, and like, um, I, I, you know, in disclosure, there was that one father who kind of talked about their, their, I don't know if their, their, their child, their is child a unicorn. the unicorn. It was yeah. a very empowering thing to hear, but, um, were your parents always that, um, progressive and, and behind your back or was it kind of a slow, like, help me understand what you're feeling type of thing? Well, I came out twice because I thought, what, you, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm not only well, I'm I'm trans. I'm also straight. So I so what, when I, I yeah, was yeah, okay, I'll help you understand that. Yeah. So um, so I I am attracted to men. Okay, and so I was born physically as a boy, and so I came out as gay because I I didn't 
I wasn't able to to uh, figure out my transition yet. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I came out to them as gay, and they were like, "Okay, well, you have to be careful because right now, I mean, it was in the middle of like the AIDS epidemic, mm-hmm. and so they were worried more than anything for me." <clears throat> um. But then I moved to New York City and I realized that I was trans and I wanted to grow old as a woman. And I wrote them both a letter um, and I sent it to them. And they called me and said, we're coming to New York. We want to make sure you're okay. So they flew to New York about a month later because they were teachers and they were in the middle of school year. <clears throat> and, and they, my dad said to me, I, it, this makes more sense to me. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of almost kind of sensed it. Yeah. And and so they were they are progressive people like to the core. But every child that that transitions, their parents go through a a a, a moment of mourning for their lost child, their their left child. Um I was a twin. Mm-hmm. So it was always me and Dylan, you know, um, and so it was. It was a transition for them as much as it was for me, and I think that that's really important. Everyone needs to know that everyone. You need to to be accepting of your child at face value, and do the work on the inside, and mm-hmm. not pr- project that on your child because they're going through it as much as anyone else is going through it. You know. Yeah, and it's kind of similar to being gay too. Um, it's a, it's a way that society has put these kind of norms on, on how people should be. And we kind of live in a sheep mentality where everybody tries to be similar to the other person. So they don't stand out too much. And so you, you're going against the norm. I mean, me personally, I was raised by amazing, um, amazing family and I've always I, I've always been out there. I didn't care what people said. I didn't know care if I was going to get beat up. I was going to be myself, you know. But that comes a lot from my my core values and my parent my parental raising, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's important. Ritual. Oh my god. Uh, I'm always get jealous of these amazing brands that that uh, don't care about me. Uh, but I know they you're care. using Ritual. Well, they're going to be making a men's one, so you're going to be fine. And that's that's great. But right now, I can't, and I'm really jealous because you talk about how uh, you've been taking yeah. your Ritual vitamins, and you're almost surprised how beneficial you. Yeah, I you, feel like I'm sleeping better. I feel like you know what that's really cool is they have this mint thing in it. So you know, like when you take like like fish oil or something like that, like you always have like that aftertaste a mm-hmm. little bit from the yeah. fish oil. So mm-hmm. because they include this mint thing in it, you don't have to you don't get that aftertaste, which is kind of amazing. Wow. Win. It is a win. Uh, well, R- Ritual is uh, obsessively researching their vitamins for women. Uh, as we know, that our, our bodies sometimes are, are different. And uh, they're re- really honing in on all the things that uh, apparently you women need to yeah. have the uh, that we're best not getting enough healthy from our food. systems or yeah. whatever. I don't know. But here's the thing. Sometimes, uh, no matter how focused you are on your diet and trying to get all the nutrients, you might not get everything you need. And vitamins are a great way to maximize uh, all the all the minerals and vitamins your body nourishes needs and craves yeah all those essential nutrients from d3 to omega-3 ritual essentials for women helps fill the gaps in a woman's diet there are no nausea capsules designed is gentle on an empty stomach and there's 
a mint tablet for every bottle to keep things fresh, as you say. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a no-brainer. So if you're interested in having vitamins specific for women in your body to help you have the best uh, overall well-being, try Ritual. Better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essentials for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash V-I-A-L-L to start your ritual today. That's 10% off your first three months at ritual.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Uh, we all know shavings make a pile, people, or small steps make big progress. And here's the thing. Uh, we all are trying to be the best versions of ourselves. And Noom, is helping us get there. So whatever our goals are when it comes to our diets and our bodies, uh, we often need uh, assistance and and having healthy habits. And when we do a little bit each day, uh, it can go a long way. Yep. I didn't even try to rhyme, and I did. You that did was it. amazing. It sounds good. Uh, getting in shape <laughs> doesn't have to be about losing a specific amount of weight. Maybe you want to gain weight. Who knows? A lot of people, you know... Um, it, it all depends on what makes you feel better as a person. It, it's all about building healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. If fitting into that favorite pair of jeans is your goal, great. But there are many reasons you might want to practice self-care and every person is different. And Noom is helping you do that. Um, it's just a great app on your phone. You get a bunch of dietary tips, information, uh, a way to set goals. And again, shavings make a pile, doing a little bit. It's all about habits and solutions uh, to get you to where you want to be. Uh, you don't have to change it all in one day. Small, 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 small steps make big progress or shavings make a pile. Sign up for your trial today at N-O-O-M dot com slash V-I-A-L-L. Noom, it's fun to say. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash V-I-A-L-L today. That's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash V-I-A-L-L. And how, your relationship with your, your brother, was he always protective of you or was there ever a struggle between like... Hey, I have a twin. Did he have an identity? Um, maybe not identity, but like a yeah. How did he handle it? I guess is the question. Yeah, um, I I think you know we were teen when we were teenagers, we hated each other just because normal siblings. teens siblings. Yeah. You know, it wasn't anything like anything other than like you're weird. Well, you're dumb. You know that mm-hmm. kind of sure. kind of thing. But he was. I, I could tell that he was protected. Of, protective of me. I remember one time I went to, um, at, you know how high schools will have a fair, like in Greece. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, do you know Greece? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm straight, but like, <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Newton-John. Uh, hello. I do um, like to dance. I don't know. <laughs> um, and I went, I went to the St. Anthony Bazaar and I went and I was walking and this group of guys surrounded me and one of them punched me in the face. And I somehow got through them. I don't know how. And I ran into where my brother was. And I was like, these guys went and punched me in my face. And then the next thing I knew, the entire football team that Dylan was on was chasing them across the field and off oh. the campus. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of an amazing thing. Like, he hated me, but he loved me. He didn't sure. hate me, but you know what I mean? I mean, like I joke with some of my siblings, like I love them all. I don't like them all. Yeah. <laughs> like, I <don't>, like, <laughs> right. I don't like hanging out with them all the time, but. But I was the only one in Maui with like crazy color hair that no one was doing at the time, you know? And I was, I was like the oddball in the, everyone on Maui knew me. <laughs> you grew up in, in Maui? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I feel like I have so many questions about that. <laughs> well, because in, in Maui, I, I feel like just being Caucasian in Maui is you're, you're more of a minority right. in that regard. Yeah. Um, so and kind of integrating into the local culture, you know, not just being a tourist and you're having to like, are your parents still in Maui? No, they left like six years ago to move to, um, Seattle to be near my brother and the kids and you know, that kind of thing. Very cool. What are some of the, I mean, they kept their house in my, in my yeah. Oh, wow. So, so you got, I, I have, I have a house. I have my house still there. Well, it's not my house, but you know what I mean? But you get, you go oh, there. anytime I want. I'm like. Okay, I got the house. You plan a trip. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to best friends with Candace now. I mean, because you're cool, but also right. because of the house. Uh, what are, I mean, you know, people have gotten better and more understanding and more open-minded, but you know, for the people who listen to this podcast and, and have questions, what do you, what are some of the concepts or things or the questions you get that, you know, are still short-sighted or ignorant that, um you hear often and often that you would love to maybe just correct people on or just say, Hey, you know, maybe you don't even mean to be offensive, but this, I don't, well, I think could you the, not do the that? The core of this is that st people still believe that this is a choice. And I think that's where it all boils down, down to, this is something that I am. It is part of my being. Yeah. And so, um, it wasn't a choice. Would I want to choose being tormented for the first half of my life and have to go through surgeries and 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 discrimination? Like it's it's kind of ridiculous. Um, I think that that is the basic thing. Um, there's other stupid questions like about bathrooms and you know like all of that whole thing that the right is really trying to push um, the bathroom bill and stuff like that. I mean. Can you imagine me walking into a men's bathroom? <laughs> yeah, I would be so. <laughs> I mean, it would be ridiculous. Well, yeah, because especially imagine parts of the country where people don't know you. Right. I mean. And those are the parts of the country where I could, well, I couldn't get in trouble. But, you know, technically I could get in trouble. You know what I mean? How, yeah. Or so not technically, but I mean, the trans community, a lot of the trans community could get into trouble. And so, um, and really it's not about me or the passing girl or the girl that gets by or, you know, the pretty privilege or when the you one say living in Hollywood. Passing girl, do you mean like the fact that if I met you on the street, I would have no idea that you were trans? Right. Okay. Versus someone who's maybe at the beginning or middle of their transition. Or or in a place where they're happy. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter what this person thinks about how this person looks or appears or is because you're living your existence and I'm living mine. So why are you judging my existence? So, so a lot of what I talk about and fight for is the fact that, yes, I have, I live in Hollywood. I live, you know, I'm, I'm an actress. I'm in a bubble. I have a house. I'm pretty, you know, like I have all these privileges that a lot of other trans people don't. And they walk out of their um, house every day into a barrage of comments, a barrage of fear. I mean, can you imagine living in one of these places that have bathroom bills and not being able to blend and go stealth into society? You can't go to the bathroom. And for those people who don't know what the bathroom bill is, what what is it? 
a bit there's there's been um a series of kind of uh, of bills that they've gone that they've had throughout the country that say that trans people are not allowed to use the bathroom that they identify with and so um a lot of these these trans folks are having to hold pee i mean can you imagine i know it sounds vapid but imagine having to hold your pee for the entire day you're going around and having to wait till you get home mm. to use the bathroom. Like it's it's things like that that really make un- people understand that it's not about skin, you know, slinking into the ladies' room. It's about just using the bathroom. It, it doesn't make sense to but me. But also just kind of funny because, you know, go to a go to a sports venue game and it's pretty common that the uh, women's bathroom line will be longer and then there's always especially when alcohol is involved the the group of cute girls who come into the men's room and guys don't give a shit you know a lot of cheering and whatever and right you think they all think it's great so yeah the fact that unless you're a trans person and that's the last place you want to go the the, right the contradiction I i auditioned for curb your enthusiasm once for an episode that never they never did because it was because me and apparently a bunch of other actors were like, we would never do this. Like about the bathroom mm-hmm. thing where, you know, I, it, the line is too long in the woman's bathroom. And so this trans woman walks over into the men's room and he's in, 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 in Larry David's yeah. in front of or behind her. Like, what are you doing in this whole, you know, trans thing? And so I walked into the audition and I, Larry was Larry David and the whole cast. And I'm like, this is a basic audition. Why would all these people be at this audition? Who knows? But I walked in, I was like, I love your show. And I think this is amazing. And I think you guys are so funny. And I really wish I could be on it. But this is not a, this is not um, something that trans people would ever do. And so I'm sorry, I'm, I can't audition for this. And they were like, oh, Okay, thank you for coming in. <laughs> and what what uh, and just why why not? I guess what like what was there, did they ask why was it like a well did I, they learn or was it a, kind I of a think coaching? So and then Alexandria Billings, who's another actress from Transparent and stuff, she walked in and said the same thing. And then when I was out there, she walked out and she's like, "I just said this," and I was like, "I just said that too." And so we were kind of feeling like, okay. That was the early days when we had to change Hollywood from the inside. And now that there's, you know, like everything that I've ever done up until a certain point, I had to talk to the writers and the director and the, and the, you know, and the producers and say, this is how you should write this character, even though it's already had been written, you know, and most of the time they listened to me. Most of the time. That's good. I mean, even on, on, on disclosure, um, just like you know, and, and you've seen parodies about this, like in the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where like the the show within the show um, about like the CSI kind of shows, where they have these like really corny lines, but they even disclosure where it was like the trans person, and it's always they were like, oh well, he's got a dick, or you know, they always like they always that canny like, kind of look like at those hands. Guess yeah. we're those dealing are some big feet. Yeah, I mean, it know? was always like this, like oh, look what we're really dealing that with was here. The that one, was you. That yeah, was you that was me. And yeah. you said something like you were like dying. I was dying. I was rolling yeah, I mean, my yeah, eyes. You're just like lying there, <laughs> letting them just tell their. I'm not heavy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Big hands. I know. Oh, my God. But what they didn't say in disclosure, which was important, was the rest of the story. They, they, There was a point where the director, who was amazing, she, I changed them from putting it in the men's room to putting it in the women's room. And, oh, yeah, and such a, I wouldn't have, you know, just a subtle. Yeah. Little, just, just that yeah. changed things. So the killer follows me into the, into the women's room. Another thing is that when they were casting for my before picture, because I didn't have any, you know, before pictures, they lined up all of the um, extras that were on the set. And they said, we're doing this before. And, and none of the actors wanted to give their before picture for my transition. And one of the actors said, they said to um, the director was like, you look like you could have been, you know, and he was like, no, I'm not lending my picture for this scene, this transition. Wait, and so like the director, if I were like up for that, this part, right. To play your before. It and was, I was being was like, I don't want to be identified. It was just a headshot. It was just a headshot. It was their headshot. Candace, you can use my headshot. Okay, thank you. Whenever to be here before. <laughs> so they didn't want to be identified as a before. In, and so the director said, well, then you can leave my set. I'm good for him. Which was like that first moment because you're dreading it. You know, th there weren't anybody. There was no one else on sets anywhere that were trans. I was, you know, barely. Mm -hmm. And... um. And so nobody knew how to deal with that. And so for me to get that kind of like protection on a set was important. That's great. Yeah. It's always nice to hear. Can I ask, because I didn't know this and I was kind of talking to my friend who who watched it with me. Well, I apologize if this is a stupid question, but disclosure, why is it called disclosure? Um, Because disclosing means... Yeah. That's you what know. I kind of, I wasn't yeah. sure though. Yeah. <laughs> when you disclose yeah. you, who you who you are, who your true self is. Okay. You know. Um, yeah, I wasn't, you know. I, was, I mean, that's what I think. I mean. And, but in a positive way. Right. Okay. Or, or in a negative way. I mean, f for my career, I mean, for a lot of trans people that are trying to live stealth, it's always people that disclose who you are. Well, that was kind of the what that. That's what I was kind of having a debate with myself. Is it disclosure? Because as a trans person, you don't want to feel like you have to constantly disclose it. Right. Or or you want to, or maybe both, where if you are a trans person, you want to be able to say it proudly and loudly, like this is who I am and, and, and be accepted for it. I think it's it. kind of all of, see all of the above. Okay. I mean, there's just so many, there's positive ways of disclosure. There's negative ways of disclosure. I have girlfriends that were models in New York City that were trans and nobody knew. And it was took one queen that saw them in the clubs one night to ruin their career. But because so because they were outed, then people like because they didn't know they were working as a right a, a female model. I mean, I had I had people say uh, you can never be um, a commercial actor because if if the client found out that you were trans, there could be lawsuits. I actually had an agent say that to me. Because like you're misleading the audience. Because I'm misleading. Hmm. So how do you even fight through Hollywood when that's what you get? You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I mean, I had a huge agency once tell me, "I'm sorry, we can't have bring you on in the height of Dirty Sexy Money, like huge show, because our other clients wouldn't understand us taking you on." But they're just how long ago was that? Female actress. I'm so that confused. was. Well, now, 
who's who's out who's out as a trans yeah. person. Sure. Um, that was oh seven oh eight. So not that long ago. No, not that long ago. It is kind of amazing when you think back in terms of just certain i i ideas or I mean when I was in high school there was no there was no. There were gay. There were no gay people in our class. We didn't know. No one came out. Yeah, right? there was no, no was, out people. There was no out people. Um, and then now, you know, my sisters are in the high school. I mean, school. you can't tell me there was a sissy or two. Oh no! I mean, the, we you, <laughs> I when mean, we graduated a few years back, you and find out so and so came that out. That was me. Like <laughs> everyone saying, knew. It wasn't a thing. That I we was didn't different. think about it. We didn't talk about it. Right. You know, um, certain people you years later would come out and be like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." You yeah. know. Um, but now you go back to high schools and it's way more accept, accepted. People aren't as afraid totally. to come out. And, and you know, a lot of that has to do with media and how the media portrays gay, lesbian, the LGBTQ plus community. Um, curious, uh, how I'm a big Dave Chappelle fan. Mm -hmm. Obviously he has come up when Who? it comes Dave Chappelle. I'm no, sorry. <laughs> I'm joking. How are like, I, and he's obviously... <laughs> you know talked about the trans community he's <laughs> yeah. he's you the trans community has been the butt of his jokes yeah um when i first watched it i laughed and then i you know hear from the trans community and it's just like how should what are your thoughts on that i mean what are your thoughts on you know a, you know especially comedians who are like saying well as a comedian i should be able to tell jokes and you know what are your i guess well, until thoughts on you that? say yeah. sexist or racist remarks sure yeah. So you didn't obviously didn't find. Well, I, I didn't watch it because okay. I heard about, heard about it, it and I don't need to have that kind of energy in my life. But what I do know is that there are jokes to a point. Sure. Like, oh, you're this way and like, oh, you know, whatever. But then there are jokes that go beyond that point and that happens and everyone has lines that, that, that aren't crossed. I'm sorry. Yeah, totally. And everyone should have lines that aren't crossed. I mean, believe me, I know that we're living in a weird cancel culture and it's so frustrating to me. Like somebody can have a beef with you and try to ruin your life and your career. And I think that's kind of ridiculous. But totally agree. I think that you need to, to I, there are lines that are crossed, especially for, for burdening communities sure. that are just burdening or burdening or. Anyways, communities who are burdened, <laughs> burdening yeah. or budding community communities that that are burdened and and that are still fighting for their civil rights so vigorously that that they can't go to the bathroom in some cities. And so by uh, by by doing kind of distasteful jokes, it's it just makes the community part of the butt of the joke. Sure. As yeah, a, that makes and, sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's just and I, I only bring it up just because. I remember again watching it and thinking it was, you know, oh, well, he's telling a joke, right. you know, not from, you know, not really knowing any trans people or having conversations right. with a trans person, but hearing their perspective. But coming from a cis, straight, yeah. white male, there aren't very many jokes that offend you because you rule the world. <laughs> no, we, we, I mean, I like, let's just... <laughs> I, I joke about this all the time on the show. It's like, I don't know what to be offended about, like... I mean, right. if a guy, if one of my other white straight friends comes to me and says they're offended, I just roll my eye. What are you offended about? You know? Well, and then it goes to a whole other deeper level because when you're the butt of the joke, you get picked on. And, you know, this year so far, 17 trans women of color have been murdered by cis men um, just for being trans. Um, and so when you cultivate 
a community that laughs at other human beings for who they are, they aren't taken seriously, then stuff like this happens when they disclose Mm -hmm. who they are. No, that that makes sense in terms of uh, you don't want whoever you are, you don't want when you come up to always be the first, the first thing that uh, thing comes up is a joke. Right. Right. A way to make yourself feel maybe comfortable with even the concept or the idea or, you know, it's like sometimes people, when we engage people who are different than us, we, we want them to be able to laugh at themselves to give us permissions to, to, to laugh at them, which is kind of a bizarre thing. But we, we right. do that because it's like, oh, we don't know what to say. So give me permission to laugh or something. Right. But you can laugh, but you're not allowed to desire. Like at what point does the, the cis hetero um, community say, God, she's hot. That isn't really said. Like, oh, she's trans, she's pretty, you know, but there isn't, they never talk about sexual desire or anything like that. In so. terms of like a, like a guy being like, oh, she's not a total babe. And yeah. just leaving it. And leaving, and, it, and at leaving that. it at that. Yeah. And not feeling like that says something about you. About them. About you. That's what I mean. Yeah. About. Exactly. Be like, oh, well. No, she's hot. It's hot. I think you're hot. Uh, <laughs> or, or you know, I'm assuming it's not like a woman problem. I know, but, yeah, but if, if I mean, listen, guys are guys are gawkers. Yeah, you know, not in a great, you know, but we we check out women all the time, and so I'm like when you say, oh, like, oh, what a babe, and then someone says, oh, but did you know he she's trans, right, and not or not even feel the need to say that. Exactly. Or or that, if, if it does come up, you don't change. followed yeah. up with that second statement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be a, it's going to be many a moon before we get beyond that, but that's the goal, you know. Not not that my hotness should that you you're thinking that I'm hot has anything to do with with who I am or how comfortable I am with the person, but it's just little things like that. Like you see somebody walking into the women's room and you know that they're trans Instead of looking and stopping, saying something, you know, just let them be. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I, I I agree. And listen, I get, we do have a long way to go. And uh, I'm still, like I said, I'm I'm very ignorant on this topic. You know, I'm always trying to learn. Uh, well, now you're not. Well, I'm, a I'm lot still more educated. I'm, I'm, yeah, than I'm still, I'm still like learning. Eighty percent of the country. So uh, I'm assuming a lot of people have questions. You get questions when it comes about. It comes about dating and in your dating life. Uh, is that something that you <laughs> like talking about, hate talking about? I can only imagine the type of questions you might get asked that are annoying. Uh, what are your I thoughts date. On that? I'm single. I <clears throat> have been in long-term relationships. I've been in short-term relationships. I went from relationship Same. to relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone from relationship to relationship to relationship. And finally, like, I realized, um, just like anyone else, like, I have to stop, um, I have to stop, you know, sh- shortchanging my, my needs and desires because I'm trying to fulfill a need in someone else. And I have to be honest, and I have kind of a, 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 a big checklist for somebody that I'm dating. So now I just, I, da- I date if, now I, ha- I have, lo- I have a couple of lovers. So those needs are met, but then I haven't met anybody that really like has the whole package. That you want to hang out with. That I want to hang out with, that I'm fun and I want to have sex with and I want to hang out with and I want to 
play Scrabble with or, you know what I mean? Like garden with and garden with (laughs) and go to the movies or the flea markets, you know, stuff like that, you know? And it's like, I haven't found a well-rounded man that's going to be able to do that for me. So, um, I think it's the same everywhere. Yeah. Um, I like how you call them lovers. I don't I, like, I love that. Sounds word. so professional. Yeah. I love that I've, word. Lover. I've, I've like had it. people I have sex with sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah. lovers. Those are lovers. lovers. Are they? Yeah. I try not to make love with those people. Well, it's not making love. They're just, just yeah. So, so. I think lovers are sex. I think lovers are sexy. You remember that, you remember that SNL too. skit with Will Ferrell and uh, what's, oh, what's yeah? Hello, lover. Hello, my lover. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Molly Shannon. <laughs> Molly Shannon. <laughs> no, was it Molly? It is. Yeah, it was Molly she Shannon. Owned, yeah, she like yeah. owns the like. Um, no, no, no. It wasn't lover. Molly Shannon. It was. Uh, it was the. Uh, um, <clears throat> she was the other cheerleader with Will Ferrell. Terry? Oh, Sherry O'Terry? Yes, Sherry it was Sherry O'Terry. Really? Do you take lovers' walks in there in the hot tub? Oh, yeah. It I was Sherry O'Terry. Too. It was Sherry yeah. O'Terry. Oh, I was thinking But of Molly them. Shannon seems like someone but who... But there's... Night Molly the Shannon did, Oh, maybe that was... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so do you... I mean, and when you meet uh, men, do you feel like you have to disclose or have this conversation? Like, when I when I meet women, it's just like, okay, here's this thing. I was on this reality TV show, and like, do you have <laughs> any fucking questions that I have to get off my chest? And like, what do you want to know? Like, do you feel this burden to have to do that? Or I do or- it on my... Well, I, I don't really go out. Yes, I always tell them. And I gotta imagine that some people handle it better than others? Yes. <laughs> But I never have a, I always, always say, I always hear, well, I don't know how to wrap my head around that. So, but you're really beautiful and take care. Like, it's never like, it's never for me personally, a violent act. But that's not the case for all trans no. people. And um, yeah. So, I mean, I've just, I'm, I'm, I'm also to the point now where I'm, I'm not going out to clubs and I'm not having that conversation. So I'm on dating sites. And if I'm on dating sites, I disclose everything on the site. Okay. So, you know, I, it's just easy. Yeah. There's a freedom there. There's like, a total freedom. Let there. me know if you're interested. Yeah. And if not, just it's all there. On, sw- Here's all my stuff. Swipe. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But also that you know? is... That that is unfair and that sucks because when it comes to dating apps, who else feels the need to be like, "This is all of me"? Exactly. Just like, just well, like I've been fired from four jobs. <laughs> like you know, I'm my, really five eleven. Two of my ex girlfriends have blocked me on you know yeah. <laughs> on text. Like I have a restraining, have a restraining order. <laughs> like. <laughs> Who else has to do I that have except three the trans? Stalkers. Yeah, yeah. This, the trans um, yeah, no, I mean, but it's 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 it just makes life safe and it makes life easier because I don't want to be burdened with your bullshit. Yeah, I don't. I have a happy life. I have amazing friends, amazing family, a couple of lovers. Um, <laughs> but but I don't want to be burdened with your issues yeah. and your bullshit. Maybe we, we maybe people should all just kind of put more on their their bio. Yeah, so, I think so. I have trust issues. Yeah. I have a third nipple. <laughs> yeah. It sounds stupid, but I will purposely put a picture of me because I'm a bigger girl, 
And so like, yes, here I am. I have extra weight on me. Just so you know. Right. Because otherwise people will be like, well, no. I, I will say, I, regardless if it's someone who is a plus size person or or whatever you look like, I do not, I will never understand why people will be misleading in their photos. Yeah. Especially if they have that one good photo from four years <laughs> yeah. ago where they found that <laughs> angle and oh you're just God. like, I re- I'll never forget. I ha- one And they of- look like a painting. Yeah. Because <laughs> of all the touch stuff. I'll never there. forget. I was, uh, I, my one buddy, and he was my roommate. This was years ago. He had a girlfriend, and she's a nice girl. Fine. You know, not my type, but totally fine girl. They ended up moving in together. And then we, me and some of my buddies came over, and we kind of gave ourselves a tour. And around his place were a bunch of pictures of her, and mostly her some of them and we were just looking and we kind of looked at each other without saying anything like is this her (laughs) and it was always the same angle you know like in every photo and it was just like this barely looks like her but it was like how like like that was her angle that was her (laughs) angle and it was the perfect angle it didn't look quite like her yeah so like if you are on a dating app and you are if you are doing that you're you're probably going to even if it's like you you're going to disappoint not because it's just like it's not what you expect and no one wants to be lied to that way no i mean there are things that you should do everyone should do a little correction because photos (laughs) are different than real life like you're talking to someone you're not like looking at this picture with like that one red bump you know that you have on your forehead i'm not saying everyone takes a selfie like underneath your chin yeah if you date me with this then i mean basically you're both like we know our you should you should see my selfie game it's pretty good yeah mine i mean mine's strong too yeah Yeah, it is yeah uh, (laughs) but i i like to think that it's uh my instagram is a fair representation of uh, who I am. It is. Yeah. Except some people think I'm shorter than I am. Or skinnier. Mm. Or skinnier. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a lean, short looking guy on Instagram. <laughs> who roller skates his way into the hearts of women. Yeah. So you roller skate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love it. How, how long have you been? Can we? I would like to collaborate. Okay. I started roller skating. I mean, I'm, I'm not doing like. I'm not doing crazy tricks. Like uh, I can, I I'm a dancer, so I'm I'm I can move on a roller skate, you know. Um, and but I can't do like you know backflips and all that kind of thing. I can't but, do backflips, <laughs> you know. I'm and and so I'm I'm but I'm I'm good and I'm elegant and I'm smooth and I can work a beat on a roller skate. I've been roller skating forever. That's about all I can do, really. Yeah, <laughs> work a beat on a roller skate. Yeah. I like that. Uh, but like, unlike you, I don't want to risk falling and skinning my knee and elbow. Well, I usually don't. But literally last night I took a hard fall because um, I have been trying to get better at spinning. And it's, uh, I ran into a pebble. So I am. I am <laughs> well, who would have ever thought a pebble could bring you down? No, it was, it really did. What a metaphor. I know, right? It was a little glass pebble. And I took a crashing fall. I thought I broke my wrist, to be honest, but I. You didn't. I'm I, it's, I'm just really, really, really sore. Um, before we get to our "Do You Know Me" uh, game, Candace, any final thoughts on just again for the people listening? Of it's going to take some time, many moons, as you say. But what are some things uh, for the people who are open minded, but this might even be an uncomfortable co- you know conversation for them, or they're just like, I don't know, I'm interested. 
there's always going to be people will just never break through too. And I mean, whatever, but yeah. what are some things, you know, but that if they my, I'm sorry. You know, run into a, you know, interact with a trans person to make them feel more welcomed or other than the things that we've already discussed or, or questions that are safe to ask and maybe other questions. It's like, just don't just maybe read or watch something else. You know, I wouldn't ask questions. I would listen to what they're saying. Um, and um, when somebody who's trans wants you to know something, they'll tell you. Okay. And and I think it's also important that, out, you know, trans community is a very small community. I mean, we're out in the media, we're on Pose. I've been on television, you know, Laverne, all these people. But in when you, the numbers itself are very low. Sure. And, and when you're a minority, when you're a small community, you need allies help. If you see something, say something. If you see somebody getting abused or, God forbid, physically hurt, do something. Stand in. Call someone to help. Because for the most part, um, we, we, uh, we don't have uh, enough allies out there. And so that's really important. Um, we all, I, I really do believe that most Americans are good people. And that they that they believe that everyone should be free and everyone should it should be true to themselves. And I think that um, a lot of times people don't look outside their own reality, and they are so focused on their lives and what they're doing in life, they don't know how to l- go beyond and look at somebody else's existence and and understand it and try to try to uh, look at it through their eyes. And I know America can do that. I mean, look at how far we've come just since I was on Dirty Sexy Money. Um, now there's entire casts of shows that have trans characters on it. You know, um, it, it it's it's like I said, it's going to take many moons, but we're leaps and bounds in just 10 years than we were in the first 50 of being visible with Christine Jorgensen. Mm-hmm. And um no, I, I I do have hope, but it takes it takes allies and it takes our communities fighting for our right to exist. Well, nicely said, and uh, I really do appreciate you uh, sharing your story and having more conversations with it uh, about it, and uh, you know, putting up with some of our questions. All right, Candice, uh, are you up for our, our do me do you know me game? I am. <laughs> uh, quick rules here. Okay. Um, I'll ask you. Five questions. Uh, Chrissy and I are going to guess who knows Candace Kane better. Okay. Chrissy should win. She's known Candace for some time. <laughs> like 15 years. Uh, don't <laughs> don't answer the question immediately. Think about the answer in your head. Okay. And then we'll guess and you'll tell us if we're right or wrong. If you have an anecdotal story about your answer, please share. Okay. Don't feel like you need to. A simple yes or no will suffice. Okay. Yeah. Do you know me with Candace Kane? Has Candace ever been injured? From sex. Has Candace ever been injured from sex? And not me preface by injury. A scratch on the back is not an injury. Oh, so I feel like mean, nails doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, a hickey doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> uh, like, you, you have to be like, ow. Like, like, like almost fell. like a small limp afterwards or okay. something. Does you know, a like, venereal disease count? No. No. <laughs> but although... Ow. Brutal. Yeah. 
For sure, Al. For sure, Al. <laughs> but for the context of this game, I'm going to say we'll, we won't have to dis- – HIPAA laws apply on okay. this show. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say um, no. Okay. I'm going to say yes. And I'm only going to say yes because, I mean, you're a dancer. Maybe you can get a little – twirly whirly maybe fall off something i don't know just do something a little twirly in there so i'm gonna go yes no i do not know her better (laughs) i mean there's like you know you fall up you roll off the bed or something and you kind of you know but it's not like injured like this vision of you on a chandelier well that's been done (laughs) (laughs) question number two softball has Candace ever been camping? I mean, I'm going to say yes, ever. Yes. Um, probably my guess is in her early years. Yes. My parents used to take us camping yeah. in, up in Northern California okay. at a place called Cons- in Consumities River. And we named it Chipmunk Heaven. And it was <laughs> magical. And we had all these things. We used to play. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Chipmunk Heaven. Not, not, Chipmunk Heaven. It's been many a year since I've came. I've, tr- I've the thought of it. Like I have a lot of friends who go camping. But the thought of it for me just I'm doesn't. A, no. I, I'm not, I don't need to. Yeah, I, don't, no. I don't need the to. I fantasize about like and... being stranded and having to do that, which is. <laughs> but like choosing to. Well, yeah. Just. Burnt, nah. burnt food and smoke in your hair and your clothes. No, and... Not for me. <gasps> I love a campfire. Don't get me wrong, but I, I prefer cabin. <laughs> oh, cabins I've done. That's yeah, fine. That's I'm, totally. Oh, yeah. so you're a glamper. Sure. That's so on brand. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it totally is. And I'm fine with that. I'm not, I don't need to prove anything to anyone. Uh, question number three Has Candace ever shoplifted? Has Candace ever shoplifted? Uh, she doesn't have to have been caught. Um, yeah, has Candace ever shoplifted? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say I feel yes. Like every girl's tried it. I'm going to say yes. And and this includes, have you like taken something? Yeah. When you're seven? Here's an example. So like. I don't know why I've done this. I've Because like I, when first asked the question, have I ever shoplifted? I would say, no, of course not. Like, especially when I was a kid. But yeah. like, I remember like as an adult, not before, like if I go get like a sandwich and I want a bag of chips, I like chips. And I'm like, I don't want to pay for two bags of chips. So I've like paid for chips. Give me a chip. Give me, and then I'm like, I'm still hungry. And I just like grabbed another bag. <laughs> that's so a, stupid and wrong. That's shoplifting. That's shoplifting. Yeah. And I, I did that in like in college. <laughs> I don't know why, because I can certainly get like the buck 30 that it is, but. I guess I've done that. Yeah. I don't know. Like in high school, like we would go and like try to Let's sneak stay. booze. You know what I mean? And like get That's like a, yeah. a gold schlops. Yeah. <laughs> gold schlager. schlager. Yeah. It's so bad. So but we guessed yes on that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We got yeah. that point. I had I've, a couple of times. I, I, I'm, I'm nervous. Like I'm, I don't want to get caught. Like the nightmare for any trans person is to go. <laughs> go to jail or go to the hospital, you know, or something like that. Great so, follow-up question. Okay. Has Candace ever been arrested? Oh. <laughs> I only picked this question because I was wondering if maybe like from like a protesting standpoint, Activism. like we're act- in a form of activism, 
I would have I would have suggested I'm going to say yes because of of that where you maybe even have been detained but didn't deserve it you know not, you know, not to get in the whole yeah. I mean even you've been arrested so I'm detained detained well I was handcuffed yeah, yeah. you know like, I'm going to say I wasn't processed no I'm going to say I'm going to stick with my I'm answer say and no. say yes but I I'm I'm, I'm going to I know I feel like I'm going to be wrong here because as as Candace kind of point out hyper sensitive to putting herself no, in that situation. I haven't. Yeah. I'm hyper, no. I haven't been arrested. Okay. Well, although when I was getting global entry, I applied and they said that I had a, an arrest from when I was 17 and I was like, no, I didn't. So I had to call the Maui Police Department, get a document proving that I'd Wait, never they, been arrested. You, they said you you were Yeah. That's scary. Which is scary. It was weird. Anyway. Anyway. Well, we we're all it. tied up, Chrissy. Uh, last welcome. question, tiebreaker. Uh, has Candace ever had phone sex? Oh, for sure. I'm not even doubting it. Yeah, I'm going to say. Everyone does it. They just don't you haven't have, you haven't lived. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, because right, what what's phone sex? Be like, yeah. but hey, not only that, baby, she's an actress. She were... travels. Like you've got, like yeah. you've had relationships. You've got to keep it spicy. Because like, isn't phone sex just being like just to say? But I've never sent a nude. Ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're both quiet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I, well, as I, I've we're said, like, I, uh-huh. for you, really? for you. <laughs> As I said with Wells last week, like I, I, I haven't sent that, but like I've FaceTime with girls I'm dating, and you know sometimes you sometimes Never. there's a nip slip. No, I'm just kidding. My nip, my nip. I had barely wear shirts. Yeah. Um, well, Candace, I really appreciate you coming on. It's been a ton of fun and certainly um, informative you. for me, and I hope to our audience. And uh, yeah. Um, for you guys listening, just uh, as, as Candace mes- mentioned, just uh, try to be a friend and an ally to everyone you see in the world. And, um, you know, maybe many moons will become two or three, you know, who knows? We can only hope. But yeah. uh, I do want to sincerely thank you for taking the time and coming on. Uh, we'll just, we're just extending Pride Month. I know this isn't, we're yeah. now in July, but you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it. Well, it's kind of, you know, Pride Summer. Yeah. Because every, every year it's like you go to Prides all around the country and it's always June, July, and August. So, yeah. yeah. Great. Pride summer. We, we deserve more than one. Well, month. it's kind of the know. thing, too. When it comes to some of these uh, months, if you will, I, I think maybe the hope is the idea is that we don't only focus on these things once a month or yeah. it becomes something that we kind of always embrace and, and, and open to learning more about. So. There we go. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, don't forget to send in your questions at asknick at castme.com. Cast with a K for our Ask Nick episodes on Monday. If you are tuning in to uh, listen to Candice, uh, we do, uh, we're here all, well, uh, three times a week right now. Yeah. Check us out on Mondays uh, for our uh, Ask Nick episodes. We give, uh, well, we hear a bunch of relationship problems and issues, and I tell them what I think. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. You do Seems it very to work well. Out. Um, but uh, other than that, um, thanks for listening, and we will see you on Monday. <laughs>